Meet Will and Tom, two seemingly ordinary men, cursed with a gift of vast knowledge that is forever expanding, possessing incredible insight with unparalleled skills and expertise. Let us join them as they embark on a journey to quench their thirst for the truth while answering the questions to life's most intriguing mysteries. Let us open our minds and ask, Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? broadcast system. This is not a test. I repeat, this is the emergency broadcast system. This is not a test. Please stand by for further information. An asteroid roughly the size of the state of Texas has been spotted outside our solar system. It is on a collision course with Earth. Astronomers estimate impact in approximately six months. Please stay tuned to the emergency broadcast system for further information regarding this catastrophe, which may include evacuation instructions. This has been an alert issued by the emergency broadcast system. Welcome back, everybody. This is Tom Case. And this is William Stark. <laughs> Very epic, Will. <laughs> that, that actually is, is befitting of, of the question yeah. that we have in this episode. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, real quick before we get into it, I actually was having a conversation with Brian today on the Dungeon Cast mm-hmm. about how I, when we started that show six years ago, we, and we came up with our intro, you know, he's like, I'm Brian, and I would say, and I'm Will, just like this show. Yeah. But funnily <laughs> enough, um, I prefer to go by William. And we, t- we talked about it in the show, like, for 300 episodes now, I've been calling That's myself, well, I'm like, is it too late? Can I change it now? <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, in my life, but when I was younger, I would introduce myself as William. Yeah. Um, and everyone would devolve to calling me Will. It's just, it's just, it's just what's happened naturally. So that started becoming whenever I would like be at work or meet, you know, meet somebody, I would just call myself Will, even though I preferred William. I just... I didn't put up much of a fight for it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you just kind of let it happen. And now I'm like, and now I ask I ask you the same question, Brian. I asked Brian, is it too late? Can I no, change it? No, it is never too late. I think you should change it. Okay. If that's what you really like, I think you should yeah, change maybe it. Maybe I will. Mm-hmm. From this point <laughs> maybe forward. Maybe I, William. <laughs> yes. Let it be known that it is William Stock. Yes. <laughs> we need to make it epic. Um, but like I said, being epic in this episode is is very fitting. Okay. Um, I think we should get right into it. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's not do other things. Let, we're here to record a podcast. Let's well, do it. Let me give you this recipe first that I got for the. No, just play. <laughs> I started making my own meatballs. Yeah. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> so the secret ingredient is no. no, 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 no. The question is if an asteroid the size of Texas were discovered <laughs> six months before impact bruce willis we need you <laughs> yeah I know, yeah where will you find bruce willis no what how do you think the world would react i mean would do i think that we would hire a hack team of drillers <laughs> to train as astronauts and send them up there to drill deep enough into the asteroid to blow it up from the inside yeah. no i don't think so it would it be an excellent movie it was an amazing, amazing movie. movie i love that yeah. movie with a good soundtrack too. yes i you know what i hate michael bay movies mm-hmm. but i love Armageddon. That that was a really yes, good and movie, it's though. just you know it might have been the age when I saw it too because I think yeah. I was like seven or eight years old and it just really just felt 
Well, okay, well... Uh, How old are you, Tom? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, it also works when you watch it when you're like 16 or 17 years <laughs> okay, old, so, too. So. It's got a wide range of appeal. Yeah. Okay, for sure. <laughs> it still works. <laughs> um, um, but So the parameters yes, on this one... Please. It, it basically, you know, basically the question is straightforward, but a news alert happens, right? Mm-hmm. A news alert is issued stating an asteroid the size of Texas will hit Earth in roughly six months. I'd be so mad. I'd be so angry. <laughs> I know. Especially imagine God. if you're watching something cool you yeah. know, on TV and then all of a sudden... It's just like, really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. The si- uh, An asteroid the size of Texas will hit Earth in about six months, but all they say is that when more information is available, it will be revealed. There is no mention of any plans to save anyone or if there's like any because and and there's, there's the reason I say that is because I don't think they would straight out say, you know, this is the plan. This is the no well, not only that, but I, like if they knew there was no way to stop this asteroid, I also don't think they're going to say that either. Even if they knew, like, oh, there's no way that, that see, see, we I could see. avoid this impact, I don't think they would say that. You know That's what I mean? To avoid mass panic. You're probably right. Um, mm-hmm. I was along the lines of thinking of they probably wouldn't announce it unless they had a plan. Because if that's the case, you're just not like, why bring attention to it? Oh, yeah. Until you have a plan. That. You know true. what I mean? Um, but you also raise a good point. Like, even if they don't have a plan, if they're out of time and there's, no, if there's nothing they can do, mm-hmm. then, then yeah, maybe they would announce it, but they would like, they would make it seem like, oh yeah, we have a plan though. Yeah, exactly. But that wouldn't last very long. True. Well, I mean, you never know, but, but before we get, before we get crushed by this giant asteroid. <laughs> yeah. Before we um, get obliterated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? I mean, yeah. maybe we'll have to send Fritz up there if we could ever find uh-huh. him, but we can't find him. So <laughs> instead of doing that, let's just do a deep dive that I had to do on my, by myself. Yeah. Let's go deep under the ocean to escape this meteor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go do a deep dive, shall we? Uh-huh. Details from the deep. So. Asteroids are relics from the time the solar system was born. Billions of years ago, when the solar system was forming, space dust and debris fused to form rocks and rubble. As the rocks churned, they rammed into one another, merged, and formed planets and moons. Asteroids are basically the leftover rubble from those times. They have remained unchanged for over billions of years. Yeah. So, you know, a time that's like unfathomable just yes. like what on the on one of the last episodes we were talking about the distances between galaxies yes. and, and even just our own planet you know what right. i mean it's almost like like unfathomable to indeed think about. indeed um there are millions of asteroids in the solar system once jupiter formed its massive gravity field or i'm sorry its massive gravity held the remaining millions of space rocks captive and prevented them from forming more planetary bodies between Mars and itself. Oh, that's interesting. So we could have had more planets. Oh, like another know. planet? I yeah. think so. I think that there's also, um, I think Jupiter plays a big part in why that belt exists, if we're talking about the asteroid belt. Mm-hmm. I'm not positive, but I seem to remember either watching or reading something that said that um, asteroid belts between gas giants and, and rocky planets is is more common than we probably originally thought. Yeah, it actually, yeah, you're right. It does say here, too, the, the rubble remnants in their uh, pristine forms make up a rocky world, uh, the asteroid belt, mm-hmm. uh, in the vast expanse between Mars and Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Um, these millions of asteroids are of varying size and circle the sun in wide elliptical orbits. But it's kind of, it's like 
that many, like millions of them. You know what I mean? Like in, in our own solar system. I mean, like that's, that's not that's not very surprising considering how big our. That's solar what system I was gonna is. say though. Like, like a million sounds like a lot, but then you realize how vast and spacious like our own solar system is. So then right it's like, or like I mean, you might not know this, but our solar system is surrounded by a cloud of dust and debris called the Oort cloud. Um, oh, and this cloud is made up of billions and billions of miniature, uh, like, ice blocks. Uh, me, uh, I guess there'd be asteroids because they're still in space, obviously. Um, and what are called trans-Neptunian objects. So a trans-Neptunian object is, well, Pluto. Pluto is a trans-Neptunian object. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're planetoids. They're big enough to be, they're obviously not meteors. They got their own gravity. Some of them even have moons. But they don't have enough going on to really be called planets. Oh, and if we, I see. Like if we designated Pluto a planet, we would also have to designate the 10,000 other other things as planets, right? Yeah. Um, that makes so sense. the 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 art cloud is just like this massive. Like if you think the asteroid belt has a lot of stuff, the art cloud is yeah. even more. I feel like I'm talking to astronaut William Stark here. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you I, have a lot of info. On that. I, I didn't know that. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> some asteroids. Be, I am but be, a fool. <laughs> you, I hope not, because if we ever go into our own little uh, spaceship, Will, and I'm going to have you. you oh, yeah. No, we're fucked. We're fucked. But go ahead. <laughs> Um, I know I'd be so curious. Like, any we encounter the first alien race, and I'd be the first one to be like, Let's bring them on board. I'd be like, no, no, no. Number one, like, it's like it's a 50-50 shot. <laughs> Actually, no, it's more than a 50-50 shot. Like, it's almost definitely one of our bacterium and one of our bodies between the two of us will kill the other. Or and even more likely that both of us infect we we affect infect alien, the alien affects us just by breathing on each other and we all die. Yeah, that would suck. That I wouldn't want that to happen. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um some asteroids become uh, or became the moons of planets. As asteroids orbit the sun, they sometimes cross paths, collide, or ram into planets. Some of them get pulled into a planet's gravity and become their moons. Some moons of Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune have origins of that nature. Yeah, it's prob- probably definitely Mars. Those, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Phobos and Demos. Mm-mm. They're like... I- they are so small that they are not spherical. Their gravity isn't strong enough to keep them in a spherical shape. So they're both like uh, irregular looking. And like, oh, really? They basically look like big, the big ass meteors. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what? The only other, I, I, and I'm assuming these are their names, I think that I ever remember of any satellite of another planet in our solar system is Europa and Titan. Isn't aren't those two? Titan is a moon of Saturn. It's the most famous moon of Saturn, and uh, Europa is one of the four Galilean moons of Jupiter. Of Jupiter, yeah. yeah. See, I would not remember any other names of any other moons of any other planets. Yeah, you know uh, I mean? my Europa's up there. I like Io a lot. That's a really cool moon. Um, oh, I like that name. <laughs> Io. Io. Oh yeah. Like it just, yeah. Io is a moon that is covered in volcanoes. The reason being which that it is pulled very tightly by Jupiter's gravity, which constantly squeezes and and, and releases pressure on the planet, oh. which uh, causes huge amounts of pressure and heat on its interior and causes a lot of eruptions on, on Io. Dude, that's pretty cool. The name's cool and that planet sounds... I mean, not like I would yeah. want to go there, but like, but the moon sounds pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, the, you know? uh, the other two Galilean moons are Callisto and... Oh my gosh, it, uh, it's the biggest moon in the galaxy... I think it starts with a G. Oh, it's going to kill me. I can't and think what four, it's called. Three, two, 
one. Oh, failed. No, failed. I don't no, got it. Like, no. It'll come to me. But go yeah. ahead. Let's let's keep. No, that's with impressive your facts. that you even know any. I don't know any. I of really them. like space stuff. It's fun. Um, it is fun. Um, <laughs> I just I just know probably more from the Star Trek universe than I do our own. <laughs> For sure. Um, asteroids can actually have moons, rings, and tails. Um, I did not know that. Okay. Asteroids are just specks of uh, space dust and rubble. Um, uh, are tiny in size and hence have a weak uh, gravity. However, when a smaller rock comes into the periphery of a larger one, it gets pulled by the bigger one and becomes its moon. In 2013, scientists observed that an asteroid could also have rings, uh, which are nothing but a stream of dust particles circling the asteroid. That would be cool to see. I mean, I, I imagine they'd be so small, they'd be very difficult to perceive with the naked eye. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. man, that would just be imagining I mean, it being is neat. that. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That person that saw that and discovered it. Yeah. Hey, look at this. Yeah, you know it was I mean? actually like, a very tiny ring. Well, yeah. you know, all the gas giants have rings, right? It's not just Saturn. So Jupiter has a ring yeah, too. Jupiter is has it? a ring. Neptune has a ring, and the the two with the, the big rings are Saturn and, and Uranus. But um, but both Neptune and Jupiter have rings. It's just Saturn probably has the most prominent. Looking yeah, Saturn's rings, are the right? most prominent, and, and Uranus is very very close. Have you ever seen? I don't know. It's if a, I've it's ever a, actually... Okay, so you're. I actually like the planet Uranus, even though it's a silly name that everyone laughs at, right? So there's two. Fun <laughs> Hence facts. why I pronounce it Uranus and not Uranus. <laughs> Uranus. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, fun fact about Uranus, probably the fun fact about Uranus, is that uh, billions of years ago, it was hit by a meteor so massive that it knocked the fucking gas giant off its axis. So all. All the planets in the solar system rotate on the same axis as the sun. Oh, because except it all originated on the same disc. Yeah, that makes so sense. So they all rotate together. But Uranus got its shit knocked the fuck out, you got and uh, fuck it got out, lopsided. Man. It's why the rings are like if you were to look at it, at, uh, um, not on its axis, but on the same axis as the rest of the planets. It looks as if its rings are on its north and south pole. Oh, it's so the, he's the whole walking planet. around all wobbly. Exactly. Dang, yeah. That's... Um, but anyways, go ahead. <laughs> well, okay. The, uh, actually, the, the last one I got here is uh, they are odd-shaped masses. The rocky mass and weak gravity make asteroids irregularly shaped, varying between 2 meters to 1,000 meter in size. Most of them are covered by a layer of dust. They cannot hold an atmosphere, and their average surface temperature is around negative 70 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, that was kind of shown on uh, what was it? The movie Armageddon when, when they when they land on that. Did someone freeze? Does, I don't no, but I mean, they, I remember they're saying like there's no atmosphere on there. I mean, it looks yeah. huge yeah. when they're on there, you know, comparatively because yeah. like the size humans. of Texas. Yeah, but, but it's yeah. just so funny to be on there, and then you know, like, yeah, yeah there's no atmosphere here. Yeah. Like, you know. and, and it's not just the gravity. There's a lot of factors that come in the atmosphere. Like, for instance, I don't uh, Mercury doesn't have an atmosphere. It's too close to the sun. It's been stripped of its atmosphere. But, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, any anything else? Uh, no, no. That was the end of the deep dive. Okay. Um. So we got a meteor. It's coming in six months. Mm-hmm. Um. It's the size of Texas. Do they know where it's gonna hit? So I don't think. Uh. Well, yes, I think they do know. But they I, don't I tell did, people. Yeah, but they wouldn't tell again. I think that would be. See, this is. This is the thing about, and it's not just our government this time. This would be something I think the world governments would would understand that. Okay, this is how I feel, I feel the general public is going to react to this news. They're going to panic no oh, matter what. without a doubt. But if you did tell them certain information like this is the impact zone, you know, this is exactly when we think it's going to hit Earth and, you know, all this all these types of information, it would just 
add to that panic so much so that I don't even think the asteroid is going to be the one of the biggest. Like, I mean, it is going to still be the biggest problem. I shouldn't say that, but like, <laughs> no, it's I'm quite literally. It's not going to be yeah, it is both be physically quite and spiritually the biggest fucking <laughs> yeah, problem. Exactly. But I just think you're going to have uh, that much more problems on your hand now because there's going to be probably what mass lootings, like people. I mean, okay, just, okay. You know, Number one, yes, there's going to be mass panic to a certain degree. I think. There's going to be a large section of the population that's like, well, there's nothing we can do about it. The government's working on it. We got all we can do is sit tight, right? Yeah. Um, I will say this. If the government is has the audacity to tell the world, then they got about a week before they need to start actually presenting like some sort of public information on a game plan. And if they fail to do so, the writing will increase in magnitude by day until it's pure chaos within a few weeks. Yeah. Um, I would think, or like within a couple months, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there's no, like releasing the information that it's, that it's coming. Th- there needs to be a, a follow-up game plan. Even if like, even if they don't have a plan, they need yeah, to, they ma- need to they need just something make something, something up yeah. that no one's actually doing unless they want pure chaos. Yeah. yeah, unless they don't give a fuck. Maybe maybe they're pure chaos. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe their plan is is that they have their escape route. Sure, but yeah, could be. Know, so fuck the definitely rest of could us, be. You know? So like, like there. I mean, number one, there's definitely folks, rich and not so rich, who have built some sort of bunker in their lifetime or in the family, and yeah, they're gonna they're gonna try and hunker down. Like, is it going to work? Probably not. Maybe, maybe to a limited degree. But as for like, what's the government going to do about it? Like, what, what do we think could be achieved? Um, I think, I think the main thing is if you can get up there to it before, before it's too close to, uh, to what's the word? Divert. Yeah. Um, I, I would imagine nuclear bombs are probably your best bet for, for but it would have to be like a series. It wouldn't have to be like, I mean, I'm oh, making mean, shit up. I'm not a scientist. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, but I see what you're but saying. Like, like, it, it wouldn't just be one big explosion. You'd probably have to like, okay, we're going to detonate. Like we're, we're sending up series of rockets, right? We're going to hit mm-hmm. it in specific places or we're going to land and 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 put down charges or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um or or maybe I have that wrong too because maybe maybe the goal isn't to detonate on the asteroid maybe it's to detonate oh, near the near, asteroid. Yeah. Um. Can anybody hear me? Please hear me. Can you hear me? Can anybody hear me? If you can hear me, this is Fritz Frivolous. I need your help. I'm stuck. Somehow stuck inside the minds of Will and Tom. I need to escape. Please, please support them and their podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash dude could you imagine or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Distract them long enough for me to break free. You can even leave a like, comment, or subscribe. Again, don't forget about me, Fritz Frivolous. But the problem, see, the thing with bombs is like, you know, the the, the whole force, that wave. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's air and particles being pushed in, in the vacuum of space. There's nothing to There's nothing push. To, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, you know, and that's a good thing that you brought that up, though, too, because... Yeah, like it, it's not going to react how it how we think it's going to react because we're thinking about if we were doing that on our planet, yeah. which has an atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. That, that being said, I mean, maybe like okay, so maybe we we do a series of detonated bombings, right? Where we decide that like you know relative to the objects that are around and its trajectory and all this stuff, it the the direction that we would need to push it that would take the least amount of of energy is 
you know, I'm, <laughs> I don't even know how they do directions in space, but we'll say, yeah, you know, X degrees to this direction, mm -hmm. right? So maybe you line nukes along the side, um, uh, on the opposite side, right? Mm -hmm. Like on, on, you'd have to, you'd have to attach them. And like, maybe you do like 10, right? Or maybe, maybe more. It's the size of Texas, right? Maybe you get 20 on that sucker. And then you do a remote like time detonation, all 20, right? So that's 20 nukes simultaneously uh, pushing from one side, right? Yeah. That's got to have some sort of effect. Does it have enough? I don't know. But like, maybe we can do this a series of like 20 or 30 times. That's true. I mean, that's one way That's one way to go. I, what I was thinking would be, you know, now that you did mention the part about, well, there's nothing to, uh, unless you, you gave yourself that propulsion mm -hmm. uh, aspect of it, like, mm -hmm. I would think, you know, there would have to be, like, instead of landing bombs on it, maybe mm -hmm. you could land propulsion units on there at certain areas of yeah. this asteroid <laughs> and then and then flip them on, right? We're the Guardians of the Galaxy where, you know, all the ships, like, network together and they're holding the thing <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, like, either that or push it just enough to where it might miss us. Or, you know? hear me out, what if we build a giant baseball bat? <laughs> no, yeah, but okay. Where's the Green Lantern when you yeah, need them? Seriously. Right? But no, okay. I could see. I just feel like that would take. So, like, that would take an immense amount of fuel, which weighs a lot. It's hard to get it up there. You know what I mean? And then you got to distribute it correctly. Everything's got to time. You got to time the, the launch correct. I just feel like the nukes would be like a simpler. Oh, because you would just launch them from here at a certain trajectory, knowing once they hit space, their, their momentum is not going to be stopped. Right. Well, no, no. What, what, I, like? what I'm saying is like, okay, so let, let's go with your your propulsion units, right? Mm -hmm. So you're basically talking about like rocket engines, right? Which yeah. means you have to have yeah. enough, which means you got to start manufacturing the fuck out of them, mm -hmm. and then they're heavy. And well, then, I guess we do already have. Yeah, nukes. and then the, yeah, and the gas to to fuel them, it takes a lot, and it's heavy. Yeah, and like the whole thing about like getting getting off the surface is like you minimize your weight to the absolute most. You can right, mm -hmm. so like maybe it's better to to get the warheads up there and and just attach them to the surface of the asteroid, and then like let's say let's I, say you send a bunch of ships up there with as much nuclear arsenal as you can plan, yeah. right, and then you have you know other specialized units that basically take the warheads, get down to the planet, attach it. Take a warhead, you know, get down, attach it. And then you do a series of like 30, 40 of the fuckers. And then everyone backs off. You detonate, right? It's like, okay. You you give the scientists and everyone some time to, to recalibrate and figure out yeah. his trajectory. That way it's like, okay, that that worked a little bit. and But it's still coming towards us. And now we need to push it like actually like X degrees in this direction. So now everyone rotates. We get under the asteroid and we do the same thing. Bam. Oh, I see. And we saying, just, yeah. with little pushes... I think we can get this thing six months. I think it's possible if we can get to it within the month. We got to get to it in like yeah, the first the, month. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. yeah. So the timing is going to be off. But that's you know, my off the fly. How do we fix the situation? But you know what I was also thinking too? <laughs> the, the other thing that with the nuclear bomb thing, right? Mm -hmm. The idea would be also like, okay, so maybe we don't know if it'll push it off its course, but maybe it'll 
damage and vaporize enough of this asteroid so it's smaller or that at least the debris that no. comes onto earth will minimize some of the damage that maybe that well, you know see, then this giant one actually, that's I see, this is why i think that's a bad philosophy okay. because number one like we don't have enough nukes in the world to vaporize a rock that big you know well I mean? not 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 100%. I'm just saying at least damage it enough to where it's in smaller my, pieces. So this is this is my worry. My worry is this, that we accidentally split it in two. Now we have two <laughs> no, asteroids, yeah, which will do more damage than the one probably. Plus, following it, we have the, the, the rain that can last for months of debris coming down that we accidentally created. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we might more effectively end the world that way. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Today's weather is a little chance of asteroids. <laughs> you know, seriously. <laughs> or actually, it would be meteor right now, right? Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, so now, okay. So we kind of touched on at least, you know, what, what kinds of plans that our minds could come up with that, right you know maybe the government's listening if you want to use our, our <laughs> ideas go ahead but yeah please but okay so how do you think people would react and and let's say and let's go with they they haven't given any um information yeah any information or clue to if there even is an answer that they well they i mean have, we're gonna you know? see a lot of stuff like i mean we're gonna see the rioting and the looting sure and then we're gonna see a lot of people turning to religion huge religious gatherings Oh, um, yeah, that's true. Probably people who kind of write that line between being religious and spiritual and not probably, you know, going to, you know, to some gatherings and stuff. People trying to find hope and solace and mm -hmm. all that other stuff. People spending time with their families. People mass quitting their jobs. I was going to say, maybe even, I know this is sad, but maybe even mass suicides. Oh, yeah. We're de some, there's going to be know. mass suicides. There's going to be... Um, there's going to be the economy's fucked because of all the people quitting their jobs and shit. I was just about to say, like, economically, though, yeah, it'd be you know, how would that how would companies, I wonder, react? Because, you know, there's going to be yeah. people like, dude, I got ten thousand dollars on my credit card. I ain't going to we're going to die. I'm not yeah. paying it back. So I'm going to you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But then there's also the people who be like, dude, like, I don't give a fuck about your ten thousand dollars. We're all going to die. I don't want it. Like, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, true. You, yeah, you I wonder. I mean? Yeah, we're going to see. Actually, like, if we survive the meteor, <laughs> if we do, like. The the world will probably re be reeling for thirty or forty years from the economic fuck. Yeah, that fucking would be clusterfuck. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, it's that's still better than dying. But um, um, there's a movie it's starring Kristen Dunst. I don't know if you've ever, you've probably never heard of it. It was made by like a real like, what do you call those people? Those people who do like high art directors. Oh, okay. It's um, called Mel Melancholia. I've heard of that, but I haven't seen it. It's somewhat of a frustrating watch but oh, I, really? it's very competently made and i understand that it's really just metaphorical about depression but in melancholia spoilers for melancholia <laughs> i'm just going to get into the basic plot i'll plug my ears no i'm not <laughs> going to watch it <laughs> um basically uh have you have you ever heard of a rogue planet a rogue planet a rogue planet yes i don't think i these are real objects that do exist essentially if certain events happen within a solar system um planets can get pulled free of their orbit and they will wander the galaxy starless until oh my god that would suck <laughs> yes uh they wander the galaxy starless um until either they get pulled into an orbit or crash into something or something eats them or swallows them wow. whether it's a black hole or whatever right <laughs> um there are millions of rogue planets roaming the galaxy right this moment um, that is sad to think about. Well, it's sad, but it's also scary because <laughs> yeah. uh, one can come wandering into our, our solar system at any fucking moment. And so in this movie, a rogue planet that's very Earth-sized uh, wanders into our solar system and everyone is like 
it's huge, huge news because it's basically being pulled towards the sun, right? Yeah. So, like, it's going to crash into the sun. Um, and on its way, you know, like, people are getting shots of it or whatever. But it, it's going to come relatively close to the planet Earth. Mm-hmm. The scientists are pretty sure that it's not going to hit us. It's going to pass us by, right? And as the, as the movie's going on, it's getting closer and closer, and you can see it in the sky. There is, a like, a, a critical point in the movie where it's like, okay, this is the closest it's getting to us. Like, it, at, at this point, it's going to be moving past us and towards the sun, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's this one character, basically, who is an astronomer, and he's got telescopes and stuff, and he is, has been assuring... Kristen Dunst, who is his sister-in-law, that you know, the planet's going to pass us by. It's not a big deal, right? So it, the planet gets to that one critical moment, and then he's like, at, now moving forward, it's going to get smaller. And he has this like device or whatever that kind of like shows that it's yeah. getting smaller, right? <clears throat> and it, it does. It starts because it's starting to pull away or whatever. And so, um, so he's like, see? Blah, 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 blah. Well, that night he goes and he keeps checking on it and then he notices that it's starting to get bigger again. And um, he checks and he rechecks and he rechecks. And it did, by the way, this is all silent. Like it's because he's by himself. He's not talking. Or yeah, anything. yeah. And then at some point in the night, he goes up into his barn. And he shoots himself in the head. Dang, really? Yep. Wow. Because the planet's coming back and he knows that everyone's going to oh, die. Oh, it's just going to crash in. Right. So they find his body in the barn and they kind of, you know, and now it's already all over the news. It's coming back. Everyone's going to fucking die. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the last moments of this movie is this Earth-like planet crashing into us. Yeah. And it's a it's a wild movie. You know, you know, <laughs> I, I am actually really glad that you brought up a movie and it wasn't the movie that I wanted to bring up. Oh, okay. Um, and the, the reason being is because I also thought this movie I'm going to bring up, it stars Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, it's a movie it that just ne- came out. On yeah. Netflix and yeah. it was called uh, Don't Look Up. Mm-hmm. And the reason I wanted to bring this up, though, was because of the fact that it actually is talks about exactly what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. This is huge asteroid is going to hit Earth. They find out that it's it is going to hit Earth and yeah. it's huge. It's going to be, you know... Um, it's going to be like an extinction level event, right? Right. So the thing is, is, is that these two scientists, uh, you know, they find out and, and they have, they have trouble getting it out to the masses, this news, because like, first of all, who knows about them? Nobody knows who these two scientists are. You know, they try to reach out to news outlets and this and that, but like basically some, the parts of these, of this movie is like their take on our media and the way our society is today, which was like, uh, basically like a lot of media is a sensationalism. Like they just want stories that sell, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, this story is not going to sell who we don't know if you're telling the truth or not. You know, who knows? It could be quote unquote fake news and all this stuff. Right. Well, I mean, well, like if they're astronomers, there should be an entire community of astronomers. That, right. So, then, yeah. so then, so then, so then that's what happens. Then it okay. gets through and then it gets up to the, the people who the astronomers and stuff that work for like the white house. So then the white house makes the huge fuss over it, but not because of what you think they do it because they want, they want their, president to get reelected they want they want it the good ratings right they want it to be a public show right okay so once they're done doing that and they found out that public opinion on this news matter after it kept getting repeated in the news drops now they're done with it they're like oh okay well we're done and the scientists are like well then what are we going to do like what are we going to do about this this thing they're like i don't know like, like they literally they didn't care and they don't know what they're going to do about it, right? That doesn't seem so, realistic to me just because, well, like, you're going to die. So, yeah. like, everyone's self-defense uh, would kick in. Yeah. Well, 
Well, you later find out the. I don't want to spoil the end of the movie. Of, I mean, you can. You, you, I'm never going to watch it. I mean, for them, for the people listening to us, I don't want. I mean, you I don't can just spoil. say spoiler alert. Yeah. Okay, spoiler alert. I guess for so, don't look up. So yeah, for okay. don't look Please up. Please tell movie me the ending Netflix. of this movie. <laughs> so uh, at the end, it's because the government did have their own like uh, they had like an Exodus spaceship style thing that. They oh, were able so to there leave. there was a That's plan. That's why. They, yeah, okay. they had a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. It was funny, though, watching the masses in this movie, because what ended up happening was after that, they did get the the big news stories. They were able to go on the on all those talk shows. Right. And talk about what's going to happen. But what ended up happening was the society itself. There were some people who believed them. Some people who were like, no, this is fake. They're just trying to scare yeah. us. Right. Yeah. And so nobody did anything. There was only a small portion of the population who who tried to do whatever they thought they could do. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then it was like at the end when you finally like uh, everyone was like going about their day, you know, nothing wrong. And they look up and they finally see it in the sky. Right. And it's getting bigger. Yeah. And then now everyone was like, you start hearing people like, oh, my God. It's true. It was true. And then, you know what I mean? It's too late now. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Now you're that's dead. Funny. Well, see, okay. But that movie is a little bit more about like, like political agenda yeah. and, you know, flawed, me- flawed media, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. It, it ended up, did, uh, it was a good movie though. I, I yeah, do recommend it. it. Yeah, okay, I enjoyed sure. it. It was, it was funny and it was interesting. Yeah. You know, you saying the Exodus thing is kind of interesting because in a last ditch effort, if in the end there isn't anything you could do, having a program where, and like, I don't know how you do this because there's no real ethical way to do it is you would have to figure out how much of your population can you get to safety. And I mean, yeah, you would have mul- you'd have to have multiple things. So like in Deep Impact is actually uh, an interesting one, because in that one, basically, you find out the government's been preparing for this for like 50 years. Right. Ever since we knew an asteroid could hit. And so they've been building a mass bunker. Obviously, it can't fit everybody. But like there are certain like if, if for instance, if you're like a, a, an engineer or a scientist, like you're probably already in the pool of people that that are that have a spot. Right. You yeah. And your family. Yeah. You would. Yeah. And then, of course, like certain like leaders and this and that. And then there I think in, in Deep Impact, I think there was like 200,000 spots left for the public. And basically there was no fair way to do it. So it was just completely by draw. And it was like uh if your social security number ends in a three or this oh, or some that kind of yeah. like lottery, it right? was a lottery. Yeah. And then, you know, it, and then of course the military, cause you need, you, you're going to need that to keep order. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the idea was like, they're going underneath for like 20 or 30 years or whatever. So like if, if bunkers exist in any capacity, like you're going to siphon as many people into that as you can. If you got the ability to get people off this rock for like the, the three week period that you need to, like maybe you do that. Like you're probably only going to save a remnant of a remnant of yeah. society, but like maybe you save 1% of the population, you know, um, if that's, a, if that's the decision you have to make because you're out of options, that's just it. That's what has to happen. You know what this, this talking about all this really <laughs> makes me kind of very curious. I, I, you know, for, for our listeners, I really want to know, let us know, like, you know, what would you do? Like, what would, would you, you do? And what do you think the world would do? Yeah, what would you do, and what do you think the world would do? That's that's a good way to say that. Yeah. I I am very curious, uh, but dude, could you imagine? <laughs> the podcast you have just heard are the imaginings from the highly evolved minds of the extra dimensional beings, Will and Tom. It has been translated into a format more easily understood by the human mind. Interpret it as you will. Should you find yourself seeking more answers to life's most intriguing mysteries, you can show your support by becoming a Patreon member at patreon.com slash dude could you imagine. 
You can also leave an Apple Podcasts review. You can subscribe to us on Instagram at dude underscore could you imagine, on Twitter at DCY Imagine, and on our YouTube channel where you can leave a like and a comment. We can also be reached through our email, dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. We leave you now so that you may gather your thoughts until we meet again to ponder the meaning of the cosmos and ask, Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I love Armageddon. That that was a really yes, good and movie. it's just you know it might have been the age when I saw it too because I think I was like seven or eight years old and just really just felt <laughs> well okay well uh, how old are you talking uh, yeah I was gonna say uh, it also works when you watch it when you're like sixteen or seventeen years <laughs> okay old too, so, so it's got a wide range of appeal yeah okay for sure it still works. <laughs>